Hey everybody. Welcome back to another Loftus party. It's the end of a long week of doing stand-up in uh, Vegas. Still got the ukulele. Having fun. A ukulele is one of those instruments. It's like Steve Martin said about the banjo. You just can't sound mean uh, when you're playing it. And, and you can say the meanest stuff or the wackiest stuff. No one can get mad. Tonight, tonight, tonight. I'm going to stick it in your butt. Hey. <laughs> really? <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? We're starting with junk in the trunk. Yes, we are. Oh, it's it's... I really have to give it up to Steve Martin for that because he did that 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 classic bit with the banjo where he's playing mm-hmm. the banjo. Oh, death, despair, and sorrow and murder. So of course Steve went very very smart and very clean, and I just I just come out there with a uh, a really lowbrow sex joke. But it's been a lot of fun. I, yeah. I've been I've been doing I've been closing my show with an Elvis song tonight. I'm gonna try to uh, get that on tape. I, I might post it because it's a cover song. And I don't think we're going to get in trouble because uh, we're not going to try to make money off of it. Isn't that how the Internet works? I think so. And I think if you're on stage and you're, like, playing something, yeah, I, th- I think you're fine. Yeah. yeah. It's the 21 Pilots cover. So, anyway, uh, a long week in Vegas. A long week. I've been here since Monday. Anything more than 48 hours is a long week in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got I got Stockholm Stockholm syndrome from being all up in here, uh, but I'll comment on that later. There's a lot of I've learned a lot about humanity while being here. I learned a lot about uh, the people of this great country and international folks. Uh, I met I met people from England. I met people from Germany, Australia, people from all across the United States. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, and I'm seeing some trends, but we'll get we'll get to the trends later. We'll we'll, we'll talk to that uh, later. You've had an exciting week. You've already seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, so I want to get your thoughts on that with no spoilers later. Uh, what? Uh, there's so much to cover. The Stephen Colbert thing. I think I, I have to chime in on that. Here's how I want to start the show, Liberty Gypsy. First of all, how are you feeling? Are, is your cold gone? Your your cold is over and all that stuff. Uh, my cold is over. Yeah, no, things are going well. Um, you know, my house looks like a garage sale, but other than that, all is good. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say it's cool, but uh, you know, with that, you gotta you gotta recognize the gibberty the the gibberty. <laughs> I am the, now the, the gibberty lipsy. <laughs> Got it. And you have to be ready to move. You gotta pair back. You never know. When uh, your your gypsy leader will say it's time to move on, and you just got to pack up the whole, the caravan and go. No, actually, um, what happened is the gypsy leaders relocated to a smaller camp, and so all the things they no longer had room for ended up in my house. Oh, uh oh. Yeah. Now, now, is your little gypsy leader uh, are, are are they gonna? Are they going to get internet out in the new campground? Oh, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Is it that satellite? Is the is it the satellite internet that they advertise on Fox all the time? Now I can talk to my grandkids. 
Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the brand of internet is, but then the gypsy child also came home, bringing all of her crap from college. So all of that is now spread out on my downstairs. I've got like literally appliances in my hallway and I'm just like, ah. Oh, that's okay. That's, that's, that's bad. If you have appliances in the hallway, Mm -hmm. that's, you're in, you're, you're just north of hoarder right there. Appliances in the hallway. Yeah. Well, problem is I can't (laughs) cart them to the curb. And they showed up when the so husband wait. gypsy left to go out of town. Wait, wait. So. They're not even working appliances? Do you, do you no, they're working person? appliances. They are. They they do work. Actually, somebody is supposedly buying them. Oh, okay. And I keep waiting for the person who is supposedly buying them to come you, pick them up. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to guess. It's a refrigerator, right? No, washer and dryer. Washer and dryer. <laughs> So there's a washer and dryer in my front hall. I got and a, a queen size mattress and in my dining room. In the hall. I'm a gypsy with the dryer in the hall. You see, you can say anything to that. It's that's you no, you ha- listen, listen, and I'm telling you as a friend, you mm-hmm. gotta get that out of your house. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a queen size mattress and box spring in my dining room. Oh I have an extra sofa god. in my living room. Oh my god! Oh my there god! There is a dorm refrigerator in my hallway. Um, this yeah. Is a, yeah. Okay. This is a desperate cry for help. <laughs> you got to get it out. You got to get it out. You got to get know, it out. I know, but like I can't today. move it. No, you can't live like this. <laughs> you got to get it out. I've been living like, like this for a week, and yes, oh it started to drive Lord. me a little buggy last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, a week. Oh, mm-hmm. no, that's bad. Yeah. That's no. really bad. No, it's really, really bad. You can't. Oh, that makes yeah. me laugh so hard. Yeah, it, yeah. Washer dryer in the hallway. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Dorm refrigerator in the <laughs> so hallway. Let's yeah. proceed to tell America what's wrong with them. <laughs> what's wrong with what? Like with society. Like we're going to get up on our high horse right now and go, here's the problem with society. And you're like, hold on. Let me sneak around this dryer in the hallway. <laughs> Meanwhile, my house looks See? like, I don't know, some kind of redneck explosion. But yeah. Oh, that, that's the, the, the redneck. <laughs> the, people, the, the redneck <laughs> gypsy camp is fantastic. You know who have you know, the people who have like all the cars and spare parts all over the front lawn. I've just yeah. moved that inside the house. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you what, I, I, I'm mm, I have a very hard time getting getting rid of old cars. I really do. And I'm really. I'm healthy. Yes. Yes. I just give them to the kidney people. The kidney people. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they changed the rules. I'd love. I have a car that I'm probably gonna end. I have to donate. I just have to rip the bandaid off. It, it's. Uh, I. I thought my son uh, would want it. I don't think he does. And now, as things are going, I'm probably gonna have to get another vehicle at some point. So mm-hmm. it's. It's sad. I'm. I'm horribly sentimental with with cars, like <laughs> music, cars, all that stuff. So yeah. uh, not anyway. me. Isn't one of those things a scam, like uh, like uh, <coughs> cars for kids or something, or cash for cars for kids? Cars for kids is the last time I did it, I donated it to the breast cancer group that does it. There you go. If I got scammed, so be it. But yeah, no, cars for kids is supposedly just horrible. Yeah. So 
Okay. So, so let's jump in. Um, boy, I, I never even looked at my watch. I hope you're running. I hope you're running time on this because so far I think this is our best opening ever. We've already <laughs> we've already covered uh, a little bit of sodomy, and we've covered a little bit of uh, wonderful appliances in <laughs> in the house. Mm-hmm. Holy smoke, that's great. I, that's uh, that's the way I like to start. That was a good quality laugh. And, and um, so so healthcare. Let's just let's just get this out of the way. Um, the Republicans in the House did it. They they got the votes. They did their thing, and now we've got uh, a bill that's passed, and it's going to go to the Senate. I'm I'm I have a bigger worldview on this. My my okay. whole thing with this is like I don't see why the Democrats are so mad. I really don't. They've won. They have won. Now it's just a matter of divvying up the spoils. The way I look at it is this this is just confirmation that we're going to socialized medicine. That's it. No one's no one's fighting for free markets anymore. No, no, they're really not. The the, the thing that's inherent in this bill that has me like literally uh, and I don't get really ragey a whole lot, right, about this stuff. I kind of, yeah, well, what do you Evid- expect? Evidently not. You, you've got appliances in your hallway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get ragey about that kind of stuff, but that's not politics. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, literally, my cats and dogs are completely confused and finding new places to perch that are going to go away as of Thursday. So it's just they're going to be totally lost again. They're going to be bombed. Um, Totally bummed. But uh, apparently there's this nifty little provision in, in the health care bill that, that was kind of resident in Obamacare as well. And then Obama kind of crystallized it with some rules from the Office of Personnel Management where our little Congress critters don't have to have this crappy socialized health care. Well, I mean, that's always been the case. That's always been the case. They always have their private little thing. They're always covered. That's not – that's like the – I guess the least of, of my concerns. You know, it's a small thing, but to me, it's a big thing. If you think this is so freaking great, right? And especially with Donald Trump, who says he's going to drain the swamp and stop this kind of cronyism crap, that can't stay. It really can't. You all need to go on the exchanges or whatever you're going to call them once this thing is done uh, with the rest of us. Really, you do. Well, I mean, what is I, I, I don't understand the big change. Like I've been uh, literally I've been, uh, you know, doing my shows at night and mm-hmm. doing other stuff during the day and yada, yada, yada. So I kind of like I dip into the news and I look at it and the, the, the Democrats, liberals are just freaking out. They're like today with this bill, Congress just decided the Republican Congress just decided to kill 29 million people. I mean, they're like it is death, death, death coming. Okay, so healthcare, Republicans, conservatives, get with the program. Just l- listen. Uh, we're going to give you more options. We are going to save you. There's, there's going to be, there's more and more places that have no options and no healthcare. If you don't ha- have healthcare, you're going to die, die, die fast, fast, fast. So, why don't you um, give us a big pat on the bat be- because we're trying to get you some healthcare. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Okay, um, let's move on to Stephen Colbert news. I promise this. I promise this in the video. 
uh, my vlog on 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 Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. When do we do those? Thursdays. Thursdays. And those things are doing great. Yeah. Well, you that do was, them on Wednesdays. We post them on Thursdays. That was. I tell you what. <laughs> I want to. I want to um, thank everybody right now on on the Facebook and on the Twitter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! Those things are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I love yeah. looking at those numbers. Thank you guys for sharing those videos because that's how it. That's how it works. It's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You share the video, more people watch it. Uh, the first one I think was, was, was a whatever then I'm very, very pleased with the numbers. So well, thank you. Guys. I can tell more people are seeing them because you're getting a lot more, um, shall we say spirited conversations on both your Facebook page and your Twitter timeline. Yeah. 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 The, Hi, you, always Darren. Know, you know Hi, what's Darren. working when, <laughs> when the haters come out, when the yeah. haters come out of the woodwork, yeah. when some kid with like. 12 friends. <laughs> I just felt so bad for that guy. Ragey McRagerson. Like, Ragey McRage a lot. With so, an IQ uh, of 160, says he. Yeah. So the Stephen Colbert thing happened, uh, and he, he didn't apologize. And as a comedian, I need, uh, I guess I'm, and I, I have to say, you know, whatever. It's just a joke. Jokes don't hurt people, blah, blah, blah. That whole thing. Freedom mm-hmm. of speech, blah, blah, blah. Here's my problem with it. Uh, it was just a, a, a douchey move. It was just a completely yeah, just- douchey move. You know who does crap like that? You know who says stuff like that? It's like the nerd uh, <laughs> in, in, in the AV club who knows that you can't punch him or fight back because the principal's watching, you know, it's just such a, like, I, I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. If he would have said, if he would have said that to Trump's face mm-hmm. and they would have started a fist fight over it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I think Trump would, would kick Stephen Colbert's ass. <laughs> I think Donald Trump <clears throat> at like 70, whatever years old would beat the snot out of Stephen Colbert. <laughs> And here's the other thing I hate about it. He'd at least break his glasses. It sets such a horrible tone. It sets such a horrible tone. Because now it's like, okay, I guess you can say this stuff about the president of the United States. And this will be like the the uh, the benchmark, the the high, the the low watermark of well, you said this. So there will be a democratic president, and there will be. Uh, crap bandied about. So now I guess we can say this. And people are outraged that the FCC is looking into it. You can't say that on TV. You no, can't, you that's, can't. That's CBS. You can't say that the president of the United States, the only thing his mouth is good for is being a for Vladimir Putin's. You just can't do that. And then the next night he tried to do some clever little wordplay and he, and he said, uh, he said, and then he tried to pretend like he was, you know, mime petting a cat. I'm like, oh, aren't you smart? Aren't you clever? You're you're dancing around the issue. Fine him. The FCC, listen, uh, it's obscene. By their standards, it's obscene. You can't do it. You can do it on Comedy Central. You can mm-hmm. do it on other uh, cable outlets after a certain time period. However, uh, CBS at 11:30, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. And just such a – and then he comes out the next night. Uh, last night's monologue, I was upset with the president. OK, so that's all you have to do. You can say whatever – you can say whatever you want. You can go as lowbrow as you want. And the next day you come out and you go, I was upset. 
And that's the classic liberal thing, man. That's the classic like social justice warrior. I can do whatever I want because I was upset. I was emotional. I know I smashed your Starbucks window, but I was upset. Your words upset me. The idea of Ann Coulter coming to Berkeley upset me. So I had to throw a smoke grenade. I had to beat up that. I had to throw an egg on that girl's face because I was mad. I was upset. I can't stand that crap. I can't stand it. You said liberal. You meant Bolshevik. It's totally Bolshevik. (laughs) It's totally fascist. (laughs) And then... And then, you know, all these, oh, uh, Stephen Colbert's words hurt your feeling. You're no, look at you go. And I'm like, I never, I would never, ever have said that about Obama. Never. You don't, the thing is, you don't have to. What it is, is what, the way that language comes up is the same way the racist, homophobe, all the names they call people who have a different point of view, right, is the progressive left and the Bolsheviks have lost the ability to actually debate the issues. They're right. They no longer are able to actually hold a discussion about it. So the language just goes from insults to vulgar and it's just getting worse and worse and worse on their side of the aisle. Yeah. I saw this dude on this comedian, uh, on Greg Gutfeld's, uh, Saturday night show, Mm -hmm. uh, the other night. And, and he was, you know, he, and he's a liberal, he was a funny guy. Uh, and he, and they were, they were discussing it and he's like, you know what? I, I take the, uh, the liberal tact on like when you try to combat me with ideas and talk and have a, a free exchange of, of ideas and thoughts and opinions. Uh, I just, I just make you radioactive. I go, Oh, mm-hmm. you're, I can't talk to you. You're a racist. I'm not, I can't have this discussion with you because you're a sexist. I, I will not have this discussion because you're a Nazi. You're this, you're that, and you're this. And that just, uh, completely undercuts the whole yeah, thing. Just, and, they're, it, and they're great at that. I don't know what mm-hmm. to do about it. I don't know what to do about it. I just laugh. Other than, other than to like hit back, right? And say some really, really foul things about uh, Nancy Pelosi. And it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, to, you know, to like take shots at Obama now because really he doesn't matter. He's not the president. And I never would have done it when he was the president. Mm-hmm. However, it just lowers the bar for everything. It just it's just like and that's that's the funny thing. I remember when when Trump was uh, running for president and everybody's like, I don't want my kids. I don't want my kids to hear him speak for fear of what he might say for fear of he's so foul mouthed and it's so I can't I can't even let my kids. So now are you going to say that about CBS? Are you going to say that about the, the late show with Stephen Colbert? I doubt it. I doubt it because it's only bad when a Republican does it. Well, everything's bad when a Republican does it. A Republican could climb a tree and save a kitten and it would still be bad. Well, he damaged that tree mm-hmm. and we need that tree. What was he thinking when he climbed that tree to get mm-hmm. that? That cat would have been OK. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's madness. So the whole thing, the whole thing about it is right. It's just it's the continued denigration of political discourse. So. Bernie Sanders has said it. Even Nancy Pelosi said it about Ann Coulter at Berkeley. Like what? It's almost like they started pushing the envelope that way. So when Mitt Romney ran, he was a Nazi, right? 
The language went that way in the media, and now they're surprised at what they've spawned. Yeah. Like you can only do that for so long before that line just keeps getting moved. Yeah, and yeah. I tell you what, and, it, it, I, and I, I, I come back to uh, just everybody on that Comedy Central roast, you know, just calling Ann Coulter the, the C word again and again and mm-hmm. again and again and again and just the deafening silence from, I mean, from the left and the right, I mean, people on the right weren't that uh, terribly concerned about it. Oh, that's not fair, but uh, whatever. Well, I but am, I think I'm, to some extent, the people on the right are so, you almost develop an immunity to it because, I, I and again, I'm not a hardcore social conservative. We've talked about this before. I, when I say liberty, I mean you should pretty much be able to do most of what you want to do as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Right. Um, Agreed. You know, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to gay marriage. I'm not, you know, I have no issue with the legalization of pot. I, you know, there's a lot of things where I'm just like, meh, that's your thing. You do you, I'll do me. If I don't want to be around it, I don't have to be. And I'm, so, I mean, I'm probably one of the more socially liberal people on the right when it comes right down to it. And I still get called all these things, homophobic, da 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 And I'm like, where does this come from? And you become somewhat immune to it. And you go, oh, they did it again? Meh, happens all the time. And yeah, well, you, you, almost, you almost have tuned a deaf ear to it because you have a choice. You can either go in the same direction and respond in kind like you were talking about. Or you can just say, really? And you know, kind of throw up your hands. It's, it's not, I don't, I think what it's done to the ability for us to discuss issues and real solutions, you're seeing the ultimate outcome of it in Congress. Everything goes according to party lines. There is no more discussion. We're either going to shut it down or this is going to happen. There's always this line in the sand and people who are partisans on either side of the aisle don't cross that line or they get, you know, they get crucified. Well, this is when, you know, you get back to drain the swamp and just mm-hmm. let it <clears throat> let it all go. And I think that like it's like in the movies, uh, people only come together when the aliens attack, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and that's I think that's how we are as a society. We, you know, right. it's like after after 9-11, like everybody comes together like, oh, my goodness, we have a common enemy here. And uh uh, I, this whole Venezuela thing is not getting a bunch of play, but I tell you what, Venezuela is just a little peek into the future. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's mm-hmm. a little cautionary tale. Like, be careful what you wish for. So, <laughs> you, got, uh, you follow you follow a guy named Educated Hillbilly on Twitter. Yeah, Rob Province. Yeah, he had a great tweet yesterday. It was two uh, screen caps from Venezuela. Venezuela disarmed citizens. Venezuela gives 4,000 loyalist guns. That guy's, this is how that works. This is how that works every single time in history. Always. Can't happen here. Can't. Yeah. 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 So that's why, I mean, I really, really think that Trump is going to revisit the wall in September. This whole thing is just optics, optics, optics. Yep. Let's pass that budget. Yep. It's this, that, and the other thing. Okay. Yep. We got health care going. Now it's up to the Senate. Now we're going to let them take that to a committee and try to figure it out. And then when September comes, I tell you what, shut it down. Shut it down. Fine with it. You just want your roller coaster. 
I do. I know you I want do. My, I want my roller coaster, and I want I want my big hunk of wall. Mm-hmm. I'm glad the I'm glad the illegal uh, immig- immigration numbers uh, are down. That's mm-hmm. awesome. We got to build the wall. I want to keep I want to keep the illegal immigrant numbers way the f down. Mm-hmm. How much money are we How much money are we saving on that? Like even right? as we speak, even as we speak. Okay, uh, moving on. We're doing great today. We are crushing it. Uh, we got um, – ooh, Macron is the new French president. Yep, that's what I hear. I guess uh, Marine Le Pen conceded? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gave a little She gave a little five-minute speech. A lot of people think uh, or some people think that she's like biding her time. She's like, this dude's – it's not going to work out well for uh, Macaroni. So I'll come and I'll run again in I think it's five years over there. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know exactly uh, what the, what the time frame is, but uh, yeah, you know, having done a, a bit of business in France over the years and, and traveled there and had several uh, colleagues that I worked and had, closely with, had camps. You had several camps there, didn't you? Uh, no, never had a camp there. Did get kicked no, off a train. On. Did get kicked off a train in Italy though. Yes, yes. You told yeah. that story. That was mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you had colleagues that you worked with in France. Yes. Is that, is that code for lovers? Uh, no, just co-workers. <laughs> just did, you, co-workers. Did, you ever, did you ever have a fling in France? Did you ever uh, get no, it on? No, I did not. I did not actually go to France until uh, sometime in 2011, maybe? Okay. Yeah. So, just so, so you were in a relationship, you were you were with somebody, right? Uh, yeah. I also had four kids, and yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it that totally doesn't... matters. It totally matters. <laughs> I no, said, I, I said, mean, I'm socially I'm liberal, saying, and I'm like saying. you, if you, you had, do you, I, I don't... and you, you do you, and if I'll you do had, me. But yeah. Whether whether you had kids or not, like, if, but if you didn't have a person in your life, and granted, I, I I very much doubt you would say it on on the uh, on the the show here. But like if if you were uh, a single mom and you were in business and you went to France for like a big conference, wouldn't you want to doink somebody in France? I don't know that I'd want to doink somebody in France necessarily. Really? There's a lot of skinny jeans there and really just like, I don't know. Oh, I like how you paint the I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Not my style. So you, there is no one. There is no one in France you'd want to have sex with. I don't know that there is no one in France I would want to have sex with. What I'm saying is the general dude you felt saw cruising around Paris. I look at and go, he really needs to eat a sandwich. <laughs> wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want some like sensitive like painter guy who like writes poetry and is <laughs> no, just a little stinky? Have you met me? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no. Absolutely oh not. Oh my gosh! No. Oh my gosh! I, I, I would totally want that. Like if I if I, like I'm married, but if I was if if I was not married, if you were a I single found, girl, I would go. I would go so out of my way to try to get laid in France. Yeah. No. Just it. it everybody there looks like they do in the hipster part of Brooklyn. I mean, it's. No, I love everybody in France. Looks like a hipster in Brooklyn. Dude, they wear like red pants and stuff and skinny jeans and, and they all need like all the dudes there seriously need to eat a sandwich. Like just eat something. I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Every there's not one person in France 
Listen. I don't know if there's not one person in France. I'm just saying, when I'm sitting there thinking, oh, if I could go to this part of the world and it was just me and I could do whatever I want, maybe back in my, I don't know, early 20s or whatever, France would not have come to mind. Wow. 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 What about what about Italy? Didn't you, did you ever want to get busy in Italy? Not where I went in Italy. They were all really short. <laughs> they all looked like French people. <laughs> no, they didn't. They were all really short. I'm like 5'9", Michael. <laughs> so bust off a little piece of uh, Italian dude and get no, your freak on. <laughs> no. Well, I went I, – I literally – when I went to Italy, the only place I visited was Venice. And I will tell you, Venice, according to everyone else I know who has is, who is gone to other parts of Italy, is the rudest place in Italy, period. Aye, aye, aye. They you won't can. even let you use a bathroom. We almost got killed because we just, okay, if people are going to be this way, we're just going to be the ugly American, right? And so oh, yeah. the only way you could use the bathroom is if you sat down and ordered something. So, if, and this isn't a problem for men, but it's a big problem for women, okay? So we sat down in a cafe and we ordered bottled water like we were getting ready to order a meal we went and used the bathroom and then we asked for the check for the bottled water i thought they were gonna kill us Eh, they they get emotional but that's a smart move that's a smart move you know we couldn't do it twice at the same cafe but we did it more than once oh absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, can we see some menus yeah we'll start with a bottle of water um, I'm going to use the restroom real quick. You know what? We changed our mind. We're going to go to Burger King. There's nothing on here we want. Yes. Well, so. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a little, I'm a little sad for you. However, I can also celebrate you stuck to your guns. You got, you got a, you got a thing that you do and you don't, you don't, uh, veer from, from the path. Here's my thoughts on this uh, macaroni guy. I've decided just to call him the macaroni guy. Macaroni guy, guy. okay. So here's what he's saying. Like uh, kids under 15, I guess he's proposing that they don't get to use cell phones. Uh, However, what they get in exchange is like 500 francs uh, a month from the government so they can – so they can go out and uh, use pay phones, I guess, and and go to museums and movies and junk. So that's a very odd – uh, an, an odd little thing that he's he's thrown in there. I'm sure that was just like some crap he made up during a speech, and now everybody's saying that that's what he's all about. And I'm and I'm not helping by adding on to that. So the government is giving children in France an allowance. Yeah. Well, that I heard awesome. that's what he's proposing. I don't know what he's going to do about their immigration policy. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do about growing their economy. I don't know what he's going to do about trying to you know, jumpstart businesses and get jobs going. Cause I tell you what, if you have a, a couple million super poor, angry people and you're not supporting small businesses and getting the economy going, you're going to have a couple million, uh, angry, poor people tomorrow. So I don't see France's problems uh, getting solved anytime soon. I don't think he is quite the socialist that his predecessor was, but, um, my understanding is he's a big proponent of the EU, which you all know England left not too long ago or is in the process – well, voted to leave and now is in the process of leaving. Um, I, I think he is much more EU-friendly um, than obviously Marine Le Pen or the other conservative that was running. Um, and, I, and I think 
his immigration policies are not going to be distinctly different. And I think you are going to continue to see the type of attack types of attacks in Paris that you have been seeing and um, a, a somewhat, well, blind unwillingness to deal with what the root cause of the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, they're just going to keep going and, and yeah. blaming themselves. What did we do to make these people so angry? What did we do uh, to make these people not like us? We should apologize in some way. They uh, didn't here's like the weird you thing when about they that got guy. there. Hmm? Oh, I, I said this on I literally said this on stage last night. Like we didn't do anything. No, these 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 people. Uh, the Shia and the Sunni and the blah, blah, blah. And these they've been fighting since like year one. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't end. It doesn't stop. We just have to keep them in their little corner of the world and let them duke it out. We're not going to solve this problem. Mm -mm. And now they're just duking it out on our turf. And that's what I don't like about it. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. I guess. I guess, ooh, this just came over the wires. Uh, I guess the, the, the travel ban might be coming back. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it never went away. I want to make sure I say this. Uh, well, it's in court, blah, it's blah, in court blah, and blah. Blah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, it never went away. It's just in process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's – I want to make sure I say this. I'm, I'm done with the executive orders. And this is and this is what I love. This is what I love about uh, conservatives and Republicans and libertarians. They call bullshit whenever they see it. Right. Mm -hmm. And like I didn't like it when Obama was just executive order this executive order that executive order this. And now Trump is doing the same thing and don't do it because that's what happens. There will be a, a, a Democrat in the White House and then he'll start doing or she'll start doing executive orders. You've got the House, you've got the Senate, you've got the White House. Let's pass some laws. Exactly. Let's do something lasting. And that's why I want the that's why I want the wall. I'm not kidding because have fun tearing that thing down. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, so, I was totally uh, fine with the executive orders to roll back and cancel some of what Obama had done on the you know the environmental side and everything you know regu- regulatory things that really impact business, et cetera. That's the way you yeah. do that. But don't do anything new that way. No new stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the weird thing about this uh, macaroni guy. Uh, I don't want to forget to say his wife, I guess, was his high school teacher. Yeah. She's like in her 60s and he's 39. Yeah. So that's yeah. like I don't know what kind of uh, attack attack ads uh, Marine Le Pen was running. But like that's just like, hey, uh, who's wearing the who's wearing the pants over there? Who's exactly. really making this, the decisions? Well, not only that, you like, saw that WikiLeaks dropped on him on like on Thursday. WikiLeaks uh, say did, what? WikiLeaks did a, a, a late drop. His campaign got hacked and they started dropping on, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. Didn't affect the election. Oh, I got a I got a tweet uh, from WikiLeaks saying that that wasn't them. Oh, did you? Yeah, WikiLeaks is like no, no, nah, that wasn't that wasn't a. Not only were was uh, the guy not hacked, uh, we don't know who did it. We haven't released anything, and it's a couple of uh, it's a couple of little documents. I think it was a a brilliant move by the Macron campaign to go look. They want to stop us. It's the Russians trying to meddle in our election. They just rode the coattails of that uh, that that whole thing. Yeah, WikiLeaks didn't do. Which is jack- silly because he was never really gonna lose. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. Marine Le Pen, I guess her dad was like a straight up racist and mm-hmm. an anti-Semite. And uh, that's 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 what the National <laughs> Front tough. always was, Michael. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That I'm just is going their off, history. I'm, I'm just going off a uh, Marine Le Pen. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not French and I wasn't voting for her dad. I really don't give a shit what her dad believed. Yeah, I tell I you who I do. I care what I care what uh, Macaroni's wife thinks, because evidently when she gets her hooks in you, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like, what is that? She's Did he marry Helen Mirren? I mean, no, beyond that. She's makes leading no that sense. little man around by his wiener. Has been since high school, apparently. Right? And like right? how very fr- how very French of them where uh-huh. they're just like, yes, that's whoa, whatever, whatever. That's how it Ugh. goes. Ugh. So we'll see what happens to France. God, God bless you. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck. Uh, but I, 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 and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I think that there's going to be some more uh, death and destruction. I in don't disagree. France. I do not disagree. Boko Haram. This is the other story I want to talk about. Boko Haram. Remember them like uh, uh, years, uh, years ago? Mm-hmm. They kidnapped a couple hundred little girls. Mm-hmm. Well, they they just released like two dozen of these girls. They still have them. They still have them. Dude, that doesn't surprise me. I, I, I I'm flabbergasted by that. Like I remember when when Michelle Obama and everybody they started that hashtag. You know, bring back our girls, let go of our girl, and the obviously, obviously that that didn't do anything. Mm-mm. I was like, because they they released two. Do- I have n- these poor. I guess some of them, uh, they, they use them as suicide bombers. Yeah. They use kids and, and kidnap girls and they strap backpacks to them and they send them into markets. I, uh, places and then they detonate them. I, I, who Boko Haram. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know what they want. Like, what do you want? Um, the caliphate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's it's time for some hard choices. You gotta somebody's gotta step up and start killing these people. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Besides well, killing them, the mother Just of all bombs them. started it. I think we're gonna continue to go down that path. Well, that's awesome. As mm-hmm. long as we're still, as long as we're still going over there and and uh, grabbing people up, so we can talk to them. Right. So we can talk to them. Keep that. Keep that Guantanamo open. Keep that open. Oh, I don't think we're closing that anymore. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 All right. So let's get to a little bit of more fun news. You saw Guardians of the Galaxy two. I haven't seen I it. I did. I did. I'm so excited. I have so many theories to talk to you about once you have seen it. I'll have to. I'll make sure I watch it before next week's show. That way we can talk. talk I don't think you can wait that long or you're just going to have to take a complete social media hiatus. Uh, We'll see. I mean, I know uh, Kurt Russell's in the movie. Mm -hmm. I know Kurt Russell is his dad, which Mm -hmm. I think is brilliant casting. It's just it's fantastic. The both of those guys, Chris Pratt, Kurt Russell, they have the same uh, mischievous twinkle in their eye, and they right. can say they can say very rude things, and you don't hate them. Right. Uh, it's it, it's great casting. So I'm I'm ready for that. Here's my concern: uh, don't give me too much of the baby Groot. I think a little bit of baby Groot goes a long, long way. 
I don't want to. I, I don't want to have Baby Groot overload. It's not Baby Groot overload. Okay, good. There's good. enough Baby Groot that it's funny. Yay! At least to me, you know what I like about the movie. Just overarching big picture is I think it does a great balance between the big battle, boom, boom, flying spacecrafts, you know, all the all that kind of stuff. And a lot of character development. Well, that's great. And like relationship development. So I, it did a really nice balance between the two of those. If you go and see it, you have to stay till the bitter end. Stay till the screen goes black. Um, you see in the in the trailer, you see that race of like golden colored people. They are terrifying. Um, and uh, the the sister. Oh, yeah, the sister. sister. That's, that's Nebula. That, girl. that yeah. girl just freaks me out. Those eyes, those eyes and that voice. Uh -oh. I'm just like, oh, my God. Here's the deal. Freaks I me think out. That I, don't, I don't even know. I should look that up on Google to find out who plays uh, the evil sister. Nebula? The, yeah, yeah. I think she's hot. I think she's smoking hot. What? I think she's hot. I think uh, – um, <laughs> It's not about know. you're not you're not the guy who's like I like a girl for her personality because her personality oh, is horrible. Oh, her, her character is mean, but like I listen. If that chick walked up to me into a uh, a bar, and granted, when I say things like this, for the record, uh, this is in my make believe world of uh, I'm not married, I don't have kids. This is my make believe world of I'm a single man. So okay. that's. In all these shows, that's right. what I'm talking about. I'm talking as if I were single. If that girl, like in the full makeup, the whole nine, walked up to me in a bar and started chatting me up, I would be thrilled. Like the purple <laughs> and blue stuff and those big old like black eyes. Yo, yuck. That's just weird. Hey, I would also – I also want to – listen, the girl who played – who's the nice girl? Gamora. Uh, what? Gamora? Isn't that her name? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, so. Uh, yeah, I'd be kind of into her. But wasn't she also in Avatar? Was I think she? she was, yeah, I think she was the hot alien from Avatar. I'm not sure. I, I totally would want to bang one of the Avatar girls. I think that would be, wow. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I'm like, the, the thing I love about that whole franchise, the first movie, and it goes into the second movie, is there's a lot of campy 80s kid kind of stuff that my kids go... Mom, why are you laughing? You know, um, yeah. they really just don't get it and they shouldn't. It, it's not part of their, you know, experience in life. So, th so that does persist. Soundtrack is great, um, which you would expect after the first movie. And really the only thing I can say that gives very little away is look y'all on Mary Poppins. All right, that's fine. All right, um, but stay to I think the bitter, I, see, I bitter feel like end. You, I, I feel like you just uh, spoiled a joke right there or spoiled something, so no, watch you it, didn't watch really, it, watch it. I didn't spoil anything. I think the I same guy you. wrote and directed this one who wrote and direct, uh, directed the first one, and that's a yeah. good call. Uh, I really think that's great, and I know this is a problem with uh, Deadpool. Uh, a guy I know is one of the producers of Deadpool, uh, and I think they had a problem with – bring back if you've got a winning team 
If yeah. you've got a winning team, don't start making trades before volume two. I, it, no, that's a bad idea. Ooh, the other cool thing, at least where I saw the movie. Yeah. They previewed the Defenders on Netflix. Which, yeah, that's. I don't know how I feel about the Defenders. I'm really. I got to be honest. I'm not that excited about it. <sighs> uh, however. I loved Daredevil, so we'll see what happens. But I, I like what Netflix is doing. Mm-hmm. Netflix is they're, – they're playing hardball. They're like, we are going to advertise in movie theaters for stuff that you can only see at home. And that's – That's uh, a big deal. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. I guess they paid uh, tens of millions of dollars for a Will Smith uh, movie because Netflix, they want a blockbuster. They want like a legitimate blockbuster. Something that mm. they can release on Netflix that uh, will be huge, huge, huge. So, well, anyway, you know, just just back to that whole Defenders thing. If all the guys in France were built like the guy who plays Luke Cage, I could have totally gotten into your fantasy. They're over there. They're no, over there. No, they're not. There aren't a lot of them. I promise you. <laughs> they're I... hiding. I guarantee they're listen. They're at the airport. You don't, you don't. <laughs> you would never. That's to go. because they're not from there. <laughs> no, I just uh, listen. I'm I, I'm just sad for you that you think that everyone in France looks like a hipster in Brooklyn. That's just skinny me. jeans and needs a sandwich. A yeah. friend of mine, uh, God bless his soul, a guy I started stand up comedy with, uh, a really really great guy i miss him to this day when he was in the uh i think he was in no he was in the navy and he was over in paris and he met a girl and had a whirlwind romance and there was laughs and and lots of uh doinking and it was fantastic and i think that's something that like i was always jealous of him that he had that you know that he he went to france and he met the girl and they kissed on the top of the eiffel tower and they da 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 she also she also accidentally cut his dick with her fingernail, and he had to go to the emergency room. But that's another story. I'm going to focus. That's a horrible story. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, that's a that's a story for in private. <laughs> it's not suitable for the show. Uh, anyway, I this has been a fun one. Uh, God, healthcare, blah blah blah. They got to change the narrative on that. Uh, Stephen Colbert, you're kind of a douche. It was just a douchey move. Uh, Macron, enjoy. Enjoy yourself, France. Buckle up. I think you're in for a, a bumpy ride. A uh, couple of quick thoughts on, on Las Vegas before we uh, head into Michael Topia here. Here's what I've noticed. A couple of things. I've, I've been – it's very cold here today. It got so windy last night and now it's cold and it's uh, it's raining a little bit. Not a good day for the pool. I managed to go out to the pool for a couple days. I didn't want to get burnt. We covered that in in the video. I don't. I wanted to get a little bit of sun, not get burnt. It's it's hard. My Irish heritage. However, uh, here's the good news. The good news is there's this thing. I, I think it's called a a, a cheek eni. It's like a bikini. If like if if a traditional bikini bottom and a thong were to have a baby, it would be this uh, cheeky bikini thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, it's fantastic. It's the best. Like like a thong is just like uh, right up the uh, the butt crack and that's just like, hey, there's my whole butt. This uh 
this cheeky bikini thing is just a little bit wider and so you've got like half half cheek coverage it's it's lovely it's fantastic they're all over the pools in vegas so that's the upside okay. i'm a big big fan of that because it means we're not a society of prudes like uh, like honestly i'm for uh, if, if, a, if a girl wants to go topless, uh, whatever, right? Because right. it, it was it, in Columbus, Ohio, there was a big uh, lawsuit about this a million years ago. These girls were like, hey, guys can walk around topless. Why can't we? And a judge said, you're absolutely right. Uh, equal, equal, equal. So anyway, I'm, I'm a big fan of Americans not being total prudes when mm-hmm. it comes to their posterior. Here's the thing. Tattoos. Everybody has tattoos. So I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. Here's my advice uh, to the the people of of Earth. Don't get the giant tattoo. There was this – a a couple of girls uh, at the pool yesterday, uh, younger, late 20s, early 30s, whatever, uh, just these huge pieces. This girl had a giant – one giant tattoo going from her left knee – all the way up her left butt cheek. It was all one giant picture. And it was like, I don't know what it meant, but it was like a, a, a fish with a skeleton crawling out behind it. And I'm like, honey, I, I hopefully that means something wonderful and personal to you, but damn, like you can't, There, there is no option for a cover up. You can't, you can't go back and change it. You can't erase that junk. The Lord only gave us one piece of paper, our skins, right? right? Mm -hmm. So be very, very picky about the size of your tattoos. That's my piece of wisdom for today. And I'm just going to tell you, having worked in healthcare for a number of years, it doesn't look the same when you're 60 that it did when you were 20. I know. You won't really know it's a fish anymore. Oh, it was like a giant orange carp with a glowy green skeleton Ugh. crawling out behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sweetheart. And uh, oh, she she messed up big time. Anyway, uh, so yay for the cheeky bikini and let's watch those tattoos, people. Sometimes less is more. Just because you've got a whole thigh and you want a tattoo, you don't have to cover it all up with your butt cheek with one tattoo all at the same sitting. Okay. Michaeltopia time. We're doing great. This is a fun one. In the real world, uh, there's crazy laws we have to live by, but in uh, Michaeltopia, we have our own set of rules, and everything's wonderful. So here we go with this week's Michaeltopias. What do you got there, Liberty Gypsy? Well, you know how we kind of, in Michaeltopia, we kind of have a running list of things you just can't say and have us believe you. You know, like you did wondering CPAC, when somebody comes up to you and says, I have a really interesting story, that's like immediately how we know it's yeah. not going to be interesting at all. Well, the other thing, I found another one this week. You can't say, I've always been very self-confident. Because as soon as you yeah. start talking about your self-confidence, we know you're an insecure little twit. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. the only way to – I totally agree and it's too funny because I'm thinking about doing a bit about self-esteem mm-hmm. on stage and how people are like, oh, I don't have self-esteem. Like they don't give it away at stores. 
You can't just walk around. Here's And it's like the, the same thing with self-confidence. The only way to get it is to go out there and do something. Mm-hmm. You have to accomplish something. And then yeah. it gives you – even if you fail, even if you try and fail, you go, OK, well, at least now I know how to not do that. Now the next time I try it, I'll do better. You'll have self-esteem. You'll have confidence. That's mm-hmm. a great one. Yeah. That is a great one. Mine is going to look like crap uh, next to yours. <laughs> and I even have another one. So. Well, we're going to go back and forth. <laughs> And Michael Topia getting Sherry's berries for Mother's Day doesn't make you feel like a princess. I saw this commercial for Sherry's berries. Now I know they're trying to sell this thing for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I this love woman some Sherry's berries. It's supposed to be a testimonial. This lady's like, I got my Sherry's berries, and I felt like a princess. I call BS. Like in what? In what reality have you ever read a story where at the end of the the story, the princess got some berries, right? There's no – that's not the end of uh, Sleeping Beauty. Like, oh, and then she woke up and had some berries. No, in no way, shape, or form is eating a berry even remotely in the realm of being a princess. I have to agree though. I do thoroughly enjoy it. OK. That's I'm great. Not a, I'm not then a princess. That's what you'll get. I'm that's not, right. Every every sorry. guy, every guy in France is a hipster doofus from Brooklyn, and you eat a Sherry's berry and you feel like a princess. No, I don't feel like a princess. I just like them. I enjoy well, them that's thoroughly. All, listen, that's all I was saying, and you like went out of your way to undercut me. I'm sorry. I will never undercut you again. Well, th- you say that. You say that. <laughs> you have a dryer in your hallway. You can't be trusted. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Do you, have a, do you have another one? Yes. In Michael Jobia, the press understands that they can't create the it girl. Oh. I'm, see, now here's this is me being horrible, but I think I'm about to undercut you. But go ahead. I won't undercut you. I won't. I'm going to celebrate your Michael Tobia. Okay, so the left is trying so hard to create the Mary Tyler Moore or the Madonna of, of this decade or period of time. They tried it with Lena Dunham. They tried it with, you know, um, Samantha Bee for a little while. They've been trying it with Chelsea Clinton, much to all of our chagrin. And now, now it's Amy Schumer. It's like that's just something you either are or you aren't. It it has to do with charisma. It has to do with doing something different, being somewhat unique, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and being someone largely that most people can agree on that what you're doing is kind of neat. Yeah, none of these ladies really fit the bill. And stop trying so hard. Just stop. I mean, and Amy Schumer, what, Amy Schumer I, could not even sell Budweiser. They fired her. Well, here's what I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're holding up Amy Schumer, who the battle lines are clearly drawn. You're either with Amy Schumer and the people who are right, or are you're you're evil and you're wrong. Uh, Lena Dunham, you're either with Lena Dunham and the people who are right, or you're evil and you're wrong. You're either will blah 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 blah. Now, quietly, very very quietly, I would add, a very cool thing is happening with a very very I find. Uh, a cool uh, girl, uh, Miley Cyrus. Miley mm-hmm. is coming out with another country music album, and you've got people out there on the right going, you can keep her. We don't want her. Hey, listen, that girl is so talented, it's stupid. It's just she's a phenomenal singer. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, she's coming back to country, fantastic. And she's also, like, as much as she was crying 
when Trump was elected, she's like, can't we all just try to work together and work? Her heart is in the right place. Her heart is in the right place. And that's what she's talking about her new album now. And she's like, I want to talk to people with different ideas. I want to get us on the right track. I'm not afraid of different ideas. And I'm like, there you go. God bless you, Miley Cyrus. And yeah, uh, yeah, she did the whole thing on the MTV Music Awards. But come on, you guys. Who hasn't been a kid and done crazy dumb stuff? Yeah. And it, yes, it was outrageous. And yes, she did the Wrecking Ball video. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. When she is 89 years old, she can look back at that Wrecking Ball video and go, damn, I was hot. Look how hot I was. Well, but I mean, let's look at the It Girl that people on both sides of the aisle pretty much agree on, but nobody highlights in the press anymore because she wouldn't come out for Hillary Clinton, Taylor Swift. Absolutely. There's somebody you could actually put out there that you would get some consensus on, but nobody will. Absolutely. Because she doesn't have clearly drawn battle lines. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very sad. They want to make hero. They want to make heroes out of the people you're either with us or or you're evil. Mm -hmm. And uh, and this is oh another Michael Topia. Oh, my gosh. Uh, In Michael Topia, we do not believe in the standard. If enough people agree with me, I must be right. Right. I'm, I'm all for science. But here's this thing that's going on now. You have these people on the left like, well, everybody agrees with me. I must be right. Everybody agrees with me. I must be right. No. Sometimes facts get in the way. Sometimes everybody thinks, oh, uh, witchcraft is real and we should burn these people. And everybody's wrong. Sometimes the minority is is right. And. Uh, our country has a rich tradition in it, starting with the Boston yeah. Massacre. Everybody's like, oh, those British soldiers, those British soldiers, we got to kill them. We got to kill them. And then uh, uh, John Adams was like, no, actually, these guys are are innocents of the crime they've been accused of and, the, and they deserve to be set free. Then you have a trial. The facts come out and justice prevails. So yeah. enough of this. Enough people agree with me. I must be right business. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So a great show, a lot of fun. I want, uh, we got guardians of the galaxy two updates coming next week. We're going to get uh, liberty gypsy washer dryer, uh, <laughs> updates. If the washer and dryer are still in my hallway, when we record this podcast next week, it's not going to be a good podcast. <laughs> and I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. If you have a, t- if you have an idea for what tattoo I should get, s- only serious replies only. I only want serious ideas. Uh, do it on Facebook. D- do it on Twitter. And there's been s- been some crazy. I was using the wrong hashtag this whole time. I apologize. It's hashtag the Loftus Party. That's hashtag what it is. The Loftus Party. So anyway, a lot of fun on this show. I want to thank everybody, everybody, everybody for supporting theloftestparty.com. I want to thank everybody uh, for all the great feedback on Facebook and for watching the videos and sharing the videos. And thank you for going to YouTube and subscribing to the channel. Uh, We're getting more uh, channel subscriptions. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I think people are inherently good. Um. Oh my gosh, there was one more thing. Oh, iTunes. I know I say this a lot, but if you go to iTunes and you leave a review and you give us a handful of stars or or whatever you you think we deserve, five stars, uh, that would be great. It helps with the algorithm. 
It helps with the algorithm to move uh, the cast a little bit higher up on the charts so we can turn more people onto it because uh, we are all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of some serious happiness. Have a great week. I will talk to you next time. <laughs>